0: weather and science across the globe the weather jazz podcast hi everybody welcome to weather jazz a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather science earth science astronomy geology Virtually anything in the science realm, but from time to time on Fridays, especially on Fridays, we will do off topic things as well. I've got something planned that I'll tell you a lot more about in the month of April, which begins tomorrow. How about that? We go deeper and deeper into spring. Well, I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Berniger. And I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 171 for the last day of March. Wednesday, March 31st, 2021. And we have some interesting stuff going on quickly to establish the fact that this can be a very quirky period in weather. March and even the early part of April has its fair share of days where you can be 70 degrees or higher one day and be snowing the next or just a day or two away from that 70-degree high temperature. That will be the case. Yesterday, we had 72 degrees at Hopkins Airport in Cleveland, and by this time tomorrow, There'll probably be some snow on the ground in a few places. Now, granted, at this time of year, when you've just come off of a high of 72 degrees, it will not accumulate on roads uh, and things that would really hamper travel. That's really a headache. Uh, However... Uh, For those things that are elevated, like decks or rooftops, well insulated, or even on grassy surfaces where the insulation is uh, uh, from the ground, from the heat of the ground, is uh, allowed because of the grassy surface. That's where you're going to find most of the accumulation. might even be an inch or two in places. The greatest accumulation will be western New York and the south towns, They could see three, four, five inches in places. Will that open up the ski areas? Probably not. You need a lot more than that as a base to ski on, but it sure will be pretty and a reminder that it can happen and does happen at this time of year. In fact, it even happens later than that. I am reminded that last year, the month of May, at Hopkins Airport saw two, not one. But two measurable snowfalls that has never happened in Cleveland history, recorded history anyway. And weather records go all the way back to 1869, Uh, an impressive uh, century plus big time. So, in fact, it's almost a century and a half, really, if uh, if the truth be known. At any rate, um, we can still see those really wild eclectic changes. Look for that coming up. And next week, I'm anticipating a Scott Sable, morning meteorologist, joining me here on Weather Jazz to talk about what's ahead in the medium term and what we're looking at uh, in terms of that and what kind of parameters, too, we're looking at to get to. Uh, Point B from point A. Okay, today we're going to talk about something that happened for the last time in history. And on the show notes, weatherjazz.com, episode number 171, you will find a balloon launch from a place called Chatham, Massachusetts. If you look on a map, you will see the Chatham, is right at the very very southern tip of cape cod in massachusetts and so for the last time in history they released a weather balloon and yes they still release those twice a day in very key places but they did it for the last time in chatham massachusetts and uh, rather than trying to explain uh, what is going on, I thought I would just literally verbatim read from the National Weather Service press release that they gave back a couple of weeks ago about the Chatham Upper Air site. And it reads as follows. The National Weather Service... Upper Air Station, providing upper air observations from Chatham, Massachusetts, Site Identifier KCHH, otherwise known as 74494, the WMO identifier, will not gather or transmit data after 8 a.m. on March 31st. The site will permanently close. Recent significant erosion of the coastal bluff where the upper air station is located is a safety concern for the personnel who launch weather balloons at the facility and threatens to take the upper air launch building into the sea. As a result of these extenuating circumstances, the site will be decommissioned at the end of the month with the demolition of the buildings scheduled for April. The National Weather Service is actively seeking a new site for the upper air observations in southeastern New England and will provide the community with updates as we learn more. Nearby upper sites, Brookhaven, New York, Albany, New York, and Gray, Maine, will continue to provide observations for our weather forecasting models, and help our forecasters deliver accurate and timely watches and warnings. Users of our upper air data can rely on these upper air sites when the Chatham site is decommissioned. Supplemental weather balloon launches at these uh, sites are conducted when weather conditions warrant. The National Weather Service upper air stations gather observations using radiosondes. At least twice per day, the radiosond is tied to a weather balloon that is launched from the Chatham Upper Air Station. The radiosond floats to the upper stratosphere where it collects and sends back data about air pressure, temperature, relative humidity, wind speed, and wind direction. Upper-air data is essential for weather prediction and research, and more about our observation systems can be found at a link which I will provide on the show notes, episode number 171 at weatherjazz.com. Now, the memo continues, the Upper Air Station is located in the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, Menominee Wildlife Refuge. Here is a statement from that agency about the situation. Quote, coastal beaches are dynamic, living landscapes that provide habitat, habitat rather, for a range of species and threatened wildlife, such as sea turtles and shore birds. They also provide natural benefits and services that include storm protection. In managing these areas, we believe the most cost-effective and sustainable approach is to work with nature unless conditions threaten public safety. Though it is a natural process, coastal shoreline erosion can present management challenges, and we know it is an issue of concern to refuge visitors and our neighbors. We are committed to working with the partners and landowners to mitigate impacts, adapt operations, and relocate facilities, such as the National Weather Service's Chatham Upper Air Station, as conditions warrant. So there you have it. If you'd like to see, again, video of that launch, I have it in show notes, episode number 171 at weatherjazz.com. I'm also going to show that video tonight on Fox 8 News at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. So you can join me then and uh, watch that uh, that video, the very, very last one. It's very uh, much a, a carbon copy of what is... Been happening there twice a day for almost 50 years. And um, granted, the Radiosons, the essential package that radios the data back down to the ground, that has changed over 50 years, absolutely. But it is essentially sending back the same kinds of information. Wind, wind direction, wind speed, temperature. Uh, dew point or in this case what they call dew point depression and the pressure levels at uh, those varying altitudes as well Uh, and they are going to find a new place who knows it might be my hometown of new bedford massachusetts that would be very very cool indeed or somewhere along the shoreline from uh, perhaps uh, sconic neck all the way back to horse neck beach we'll have to wait and see uh, but I'm sure that they are actively looking, that they have been actively looking uh, for the right location. And hopefully one will be announced very, very soon. Well, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast any way you can. Email your social media page or by word of mouth, just over the fence to the neighbor. That works out Uh, just as well and special thanks to a brand new supporter i want to thank dale osborne for joining our group he lives in kirtland ohio and because he has uh, joined the supporter list still in the month of march he gets a copy of my book the extra mile we'll be getting that in the mail to you very soon dale and today is the last day that you can do that so if you've been thinking about becoming a supporter, well, do it today and you can get a free book. And uh, so that's waiting to get into your hands. It's called The Extra Mile. It's a book I wrote in 2011, essentially an autobiographical timeline, but not about me. It's about the people that have made me and invested in me to make me who I am today today. Uh, And so uh, it was a wonderful book for me to write uh, back when I did, Uh, and I hope you enjoy it, Dale, and uh, spread the word. Who knows, maybe that book is going to end up in a little free library, because we're going to talk about little free libraries beginning this Friday, an open line Friday. More on that in just a second. All right, who are my supporters? Dale Osborne from Ohio. Also from Ohio, Will and Tonya Kraus and family, Christine Barnes and Rose Moore. In Vermont, Victoria Singer. In Florida, Bill Martin. And in Tennessee, Andrea Rich. Please think about becoming a supporter today. And if you do it today, you'll get a free copy of The Extra Mile. If you do so today, by the way, all the links are at the bottom of every episode at weatherjazz.com. And if you do become a supporter today, make sure you send me an email, a follow-up email, yahoo.com. That way I can get the information that I need to send you your book. Well, if you have a question or a topic suggestion, or you just want to say hello, I welcome that. Please, you have two different ways to contact me. One is by email. It's weatherjazz at yahoo.com. The other is via the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. That's 234-525-5888. Again, 234-525-5888. And if that's too fast or you're driving, listening to this podcast, not to worry. Just go to weatherjazz.com and all that information is at the bottom of every single episode that there is. If you're a subscriber to Weather Jazz via any one of the podcast apps, way to go. Because that way you'll automatically get the downloads as I make them available and upload them. If you're here in the Cleveland, Ohio area or plan to visit, simply traveling through or whatever, you can catch my 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television, Fox 8, or live anytime online at fox8.com. Incidentally, I'm doing the 5 and 7 p.m. tonight But just in case you are listening to this on March 31st, on April 1st and 2nd, I'm just doing the noon show, noon Eastern time, um, both uh, Thursday and Good Friday. Well, that does it. What's next on Open Line Friday? Again, we'll be talking about little free libraries, actually from several different angles. We'll start locally on Friday. With someone who has a little free library at a local elementary school in downtown Cleveland. And then we have several other interesting episodes that are going to be presented also uh, on various Open Line Friday programs down the line. So we hope you join us then. In the meantime, we'll see you with that next Open Line Friday edition of Weather Jazz right here. Weather and science across the globe. Across the globe. across the globe, the Weather Jazz Podcast.